let's get started. All right. So I've got some I've got some movie news. So I saw that they're gonna do an I Love Lucy bio, biopic, and fans weren't happy because they casted Nicole Kidman to play Lucille Ball. Yeah. Yikes! Uh, I mean, I like Nicole Kidman. I think she's an excellent actor, but. I don't think I've ever seen her do any comedic roles, which maybe they won't have a lot of, you won't see the comedy side. Maybe it'll be more of behind the scenes, but still, yeah, yeah. But still, I would think that, you know, there's going to be some like uh, seminal kind of like scenes that, that everybody knows that they're going to, yeah, that they're going to film like with the the candy company where they're, Mm-hmm. They're trying to pack the company or something. <laughs> the grapes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'd be willing to give her a chance. Well, so the fans were in an in an uproar about it. They were not happy about it, and they are requesting Deborah Messing do it instead. And she says she would if they if she was mm-hmm. asked. You know who I could see doing it, although it, it would be. I mean, she probably couldn't do it. it would be like Aguafina. <laughs> <laughs> I can see her. I can see her being Lucy, but obviously she's, you know, uh, Asian, and uh, Lucille Ball wasn't. But I, she kind of reminds me of Lucille Ball a little no, bit. No, no, her demeanor and her yeah. her humor. Yeah, the way she plays on the screen is like yeah. Lucy. Yeah. Well, have you seen some of the like Nintendo commercials she's done on the Nintendo so, Switch? Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's like she's fun. I mean, she she actually reminds me a little bit of. Um, Lucille Ball, so mm-hmm. that would be uh, I would be <laughs> that would be kind of a weird alternate universe kind of Lucy biopic, but I, I mean, yeah. I think she'd do a good job. But it's the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, it's a different multiverse. I'm sitting here trying to think who I would cast as Lucille Ball. I mean, well, now Deborah Messing did a. It was for I don't know if it was for like the Today Show or if it was on Will and Grace, but she did dress up like Lucille Ball, and she looked just like her and. I feel like she would be good. Yeah, I don't think uh, if it is a dr- a drama, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman might be good, but I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like I said, I I'd, I'd be willing to watch it and give her a chance because there has been like castings. I'm like, whoa, that doesn't seem like a good fit, and I was proven wrong. Like you know, keep. Uh, Heath Ledger for the Joker. I mean, everybody was kind of mm, don't know about that, but I mean, he turned out to be an amazing Joker. And um, well, and we'll see how Robert Pattinson is as Batman. That's the yeah. same type of thing. Like I'm yeah. on the fence about it. Yeah. Well, now here's another person. So Netflix is going to be doing a Matilda. I believe it's a movie musical because it's based off of the Broadway musical mm. Matilda. And um, Emma Thompson is going to play Miss Trunchbull. Okay. Uh, who, who's going to play uh, Matilda? Alicia Weir, which I'm not really sure who she is. Yeah, I've never heard of her either. And then someone who was in Captain Marvel, Lashana Lynch, has signed on to play Miss Honey. Okay. I'm not a big... Lashana Lynch fan. I mean, I don't. I mean, she's an okay actress, but like maybe I need to watch more things that she's in. But uh, she just seemed kind of forgetful. Yeah, forgetful. I mean, she didn't really stand out. I mean, she did. She did a serviceable job, but uh, maybe I haven't seen enough 
things that she's in, but she just seemed kind of mad, you know. I'm sure she. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure she's a good actress. I just haven't. That's she what you want to hear when anything. you're in your role, you're in yeah. your career. You were just meh. <laughs> well, I mean, she didn't really stand out, and maybe it's just the role, especially with Captain Marvel, that was kind of like a secondary, not not really much going on with that. I've seen her, yeah. I think, in a few other things, but like I said, I'm sure she's like a very good actress. It's just that. She doesn't really She's gotta stand get out. a new manager who gets her better roles where she can stand out more. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, the next thing is it all involves Charlie Cox, and he was seen on the set of Spider Man 3 mm. as Daredevil. Yeah, I saw some photos, I believe. Which yeah. that'll be a really interesting movie. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fact that they're bringing in him as Daredevil, I don't want yeah. Ben Affleck. Well, they might, because, you know, at the multiverse, they're going to have multiple Spider-Mans. Maybe they'll have multiple Daredevils. That's true. That's true. But that'd be kind of weird since he's Batman, too. I mean. <laughs> yeah, super they, they multiverse. Could a, they could do a Batman <laughs> uh, Batman Daredevil movie, and he could play both parts. How, how weird would that be? Oh, super weird. <laughs> what if he has a costume that's half Batman, half Daredevil? That'd be kind of like um, the Prince video from the original Batman movie back in 1989, where he did, uh -huh. he was the Joker and Batman. He had half and half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, it goes with the series. I mean, it would make sense. But um, they're reporting that they don't know if Charlie is playing a new type of daredevil or if he's going to continue the role of that from the Netflix, Netflix series. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that he would be, I mean, why wouldn't you do the Netflix? Yeah. I mean, it's already established as the same actor. It'd be weird. <laughs> not, I mean, the groundwork's already there. It's already done. Exactly. And it was a pretty popular show. So it makes sense just to, just to keep it. Yeah. If they didn't want to go that route, then they wouldn't have chosen him. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then speaking of people questioned if they're going to play in a roles, there was big news this week about Chris Evans returning as Captain mm -hmm. America. And then he quickly the next day sent out a tweet that just said news to me and with a shrug emoji. Oh, that's a shame because I did like his turn of Captain America. I mean, he was my favorite Avenger. Yeah. Uh, which I figured they would bring him back in some capacity. I know he kind of wants to direct and do some other things, but I always thought going forward, there'd be some kind of cameo that, you know, in there somewhere. I'm okay. Either way. I'm okay. If he doesn't come back, I can understand him not coming back. I can also understand him coming back for a cameo, but I don't think he would for like a recurring role again. Yeah. 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 I don't think a recurring, but I could see him being, you know, even maybe like, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, maybe as a flashback or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. something like that. Or I don't know. It probably wouldn't mesh with a Black Widow movie because that would be before she like met him probably because it's set like during kind of the Cold War. Am I correct in that? I think so. Yeah. 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 Well, they but, haven't met yet. Yeah. Hmm. Although, you know, he went back in time 
<laughs> there's that whole other timeline. So he could show up maybe in the background, have a That's mustache. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, or in a half Batman, half daredevil uniform. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then, um, since our last uh, episode, Bridgerton like blew up social media, and everybody everybody's been watching it. I watched it; it's pretty good. But um, the amount that everyone's loving it, I don't love it as much as they do. Mm. I I think they took they took that period and they changed it, not dramatically, but there are certain things that aren't authentic to the period. I liked what they did with the music and stuff like that, but I feel like it was just too different for me to love it. So I like it, but I don't love it. Yeah, I need to to watch that. I spent my holiday break uh, catching up on Cobra Kai. So I know we talked about that a little bit before. Maybe we'll do an episode on it in the future. Um, but yeah, I need to... Them in there, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also got some news this actually today that possibly Sarah and I did that Emma and Sanditon episode and mm -hmm. there was a little hint hint that there may be a Sanditon season two so everyone stay tuned I'll let you know if I hear a confirmation on that okay awesome yeah and oh so did you hear that the because um, I know that you are obsessed with Lord of the Rings mm-hmm so Amazon is doing a TV series that are yep. some prequels. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Which I don't know. I mean, they have, that has been in production for quite some time. And I am not sure if that got delayed or what, uh, you know, what kind of time frame we're looking at on that now. But yeah, it was supposed to be uh, prequels. I think took place maybe between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings or maybe even earlier like kind of a similarian um i had the article but they're they're gonna do five seasons okay it's already like set in stone they're doing five seasons and you don't know how much they're spending on five seasons worth a lot of money <laughs> this yeah a lot it's one billion dollars wow one billion dollars that's a lot but you know yeah. i mean it, it well here's the thing of course, this kind of, you know, they went into production before all the, the pandemic. But, I mean, I think these series are going to be the new movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, because uh, literally uh, the movie industry has been obliterated and everything's getting put on the, you know, like the, the special channels or, you know, like HBO Max. That's kind of going to be the new, I think, mm -hmm. kind of form of entertainment oh. so go you know go you know go big or go home heck yeah no there's this article in esquire was the one that dropped that it was going to be a billion dollars yeah um, well i kind of figured they would spend a lot of money on it just i mean you look at the budget from the other movies i mean how much do you yeah. think like marvel spends on like a season of like wandavision or or maybe even like you know, Disney for the Mandalorian, how much do you think a season they spend for a season of that? Cause that's pretty I feel heavy. Like and once they spent money on that, oh, I always forget the name of that big, that big, uh, screen thing, the void. Oh, yeah. Or something yeah. Like that. The, I mean, once they spend that, they're saving tons of money. Tons, so but it's a lot of money up front. Yeah. 
But the Steelers costuming and props and, you know, they have to program those environments. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I bet you they spend probably quite a bit of money on that. I mean, but it's worth it. I mean, if it draws, draws the audience. Oh yeah. 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 And then they can, you know, they can uh, diffuse a lot of that with, um, well, advertisement, I guess. I mean, they, where they make their money, especially with Star Wars, is merchandising. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings, you know, how much they make from merchandising from that. But, I mean, obviously... Well, all they need to do is get a Baby Yoda equivalent yeah. in their set. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> what could it be? What could it be? Baby Gollum. Baby yeah. Gollum. <laughs> oh, my. Could you yeah. imagine? <laughs> I mean, they yeah. did it with Groot. I mean, I think they could yeah. do it. They could. They could. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Shilob or wait, you know, help a me cute out. little spider. You know, you know, Lord of the Rings better than I do. You Who's watched Shilob? the original. Uh, the, I mean, you watched mm-hmm. the, the uh, first, like movie. the big, the big spider that attacked Frodo. Oh, why would we want one of those? I, I mean, they can make anything plushy and make it cute. I'm just saying. It could look like that little, you know, the little uh, social media yeah. one, the little spider with the yeah. eight eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, just make it a uh, big, big teary-eyed, plushy. Yeah. And so. yeah. <laughs> just keep the mama away from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have one more thing, and then we'll be done with the movie news. But I want I want you to hear this. Let's see if it'll play it. I heard this on TikTok. This is a husband wrote a song for his, and he wanted his wife to blind react to it. And I want you to listen to it. It has a Lord of the Rings reference. So let's see if we can. You know Keely and Feely and Dwalin and Balin, Bifer and Bofer and Bomber and Thorin. But do you recall the most famous burglar of all? you'd enjoy that uh, yeah it's funny i mean he, he did a good he put a lot of work in that yes he did yeah. yes he did <laughs> i feel like it was it was around christmas time i think yeah but anyway so there's our movie news for this week um now let's move on to wonder woman 84 1984 but before we do that let's uh take a quick break Okay, so we both watched it. We haven't discussed it. Nope. So what what was your takeaway? I mean, have you heard any of the the reviews, or have you kind of stayed away from like the social media? To- so I heard I heard it was bad, and okay. I didn't want to look into it. 
because uh, those are critics and I sometimes the critics mm -hmm. and the fans views can you know be divided so and plus I go into it thinking all of the hard work that's put into these films sure and I want to give the people the benefit of the doubt if it's you really be bad yeah. yes if it's really bad I'm, I'll tell you it's really bad if it's yeah. just kind of people being people and jerks then yeah. if I enjoyed it I enjoyed it did you enjoy it? I liked it, yes. Now, I'm more of a Marvel fan, and I know more about Marvel yeah. stuff than DC. Yeah. So I saw the first Wonder Woman, and then, I i mean, I liked it. I liked it. If it, The only thing I think was it was too long. Okay. That was um, my major negative to it. I, I didn't hate on it like a lot of the critics did. I liked it. Did it have its problems? Yes, it did. I mean, there were several things in it that like, I think they could have cut it out and made it shorter and it would have been a much better movie. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't totally hate it. I mean, I liked the first one a lot better. Um, and I'm not, you know, I've read some Wonder Woman comic books before, but I'm not like up, like, like current uh, Wonder Woman, what's going on. But I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's worth a watch. I mean, definitely, especially if you have an HBO Max. That being said, I mean, I did like the first one better. Uh, and I guess we'll kind of get into get into yeah. it here, like what uh, what we thought about. Well, here, let me do a quick synopsis of it. Um, it. Diana must contend with a work colleague and businessman whose desire for extreme wealth sends the world down a, a path of destruction after an ancient artifact that grants wishes goes missing. And it is directed by Patty Jenkins, who also directed the first one in 2017. Um, she's also directed some episodes of Entourage, Arrested Development, the 2003 monster movie. She is, has also been announced to direct Star Wars Rogue Squadron in 2023. And it stars um, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, and Pedro Pascal. Correct. And there will be spoilers as always. So if you haven't watched it and you don't want to be spoiled, go watch it before you listen to this episode. Steve dies again. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that's my, that's my other thing. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just going to start out with one of my major pet peeves. It's like, well, and this, I think it's, I think you're, I don't know what you're going to say, but I have a feeling. And, and I think this was like kind of, one of the big issues everybody had, uh, especially the, like the critics, but we'll see what you have to say. And then I think, I think I know what it is. And I think I agree. Well, it's Steve is a yo-yo. It's like, Oh, he's dead. Oh, we'll bring him back. Oh, we'll take him away. And I don't that's understand. Not, that's not what I was going with, but okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, um, what, what, what were you going to say? Well, you know, the whole, the whole issue with Steve is like the way they brought him back. It's uh -huh. like they basically, instead of just bringing him back, he was inhabiting some other, like his spirit was inhabiting yes. somebody else. Yeah. And I don't see the need to do that because in the movie with the Dreamstone, I mean, people would wish for things and boom, like, you know, there was a wall just appeared out of nowhere. So why would right. you have to like take, this dude's body and then cram Steve's consciousness in there. And like, you know, she didn't even 
know who he was until she got to talking right. to him and she was like, Oh, I only see Steve. So, yeah, so and a was, lot of, was that actually that guy's body walking around and she just in her mind could see Steve yeah. or did he become Steve? No, I think she could just, because everybody else, even like, even when he looked in the mirror after he yeah. saw the other guy. So, I mean, that's even after she recognized him. So it, everybody else saw the other dude and that's problematic because yeah. some people are saying, well, you know, basically she took advantage of this guy. He was an unwilling participant yes. in this relationship Yes. So, I mean, and that was just kind of like weird. And I didn't see the point in doing it. It just made more problems. It would have made more sense to say, yes, Steve's back. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. So Steve didn't really die again. It's just, you know, his consciousness went away, <laughs> like vacated that yeah. vessel that, that they use. But I mean, and you think, okay, it's like Steve's in this dude. It's like, does this guy have family? What's, what's kind of, I mean, does he have a job? Yeah. Did he get fired? Because <laughs> He just didn't show up for work. I mean, like, <laughs> so it's a, that part's a little bit problematic. I mean, I I tend to go a little bit more deeper when I watch. I don't <laughs> I kind of think about stupid stuff like that. But I mean, really, I mean, like, what what was the purpose? I didn't see any real reason well, and, to do it that way. And what and and Diane Diana is like very selfish in that aspect of. I understand that she's not selfish in, in any other time, but this you have to know that this guy has a life and you're mm -hmm. taking that you basically killed that other guy if you keep mm -hmm. Steve there. So Exactly. Well, and here's another thing. Someone brought this up. I was listening to like one of the reviews and they're like, you know, here here you have she met Steve like back in was that World War One? So Yeah. I mean that was even okay, yeah. So like she knew him for maybe like a month and then like you had what, how many years passed 50 years and she's still mourning this guy that she knew it must've been a Wesley buttercup kind of love one true love because I mean, she knew the guy for a month, but then, I mean, she, she didn't date anybody else for like time doesn't years. matter when it's true love, I guess. Well, that, that's true. But I mean, I was like, well, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, <laughs> that's kind of yeah, true. I mean, I mean, she's like, what, like a thousand years old or something? Because I mean, I mean, she's basically a like a goddess. She's Zeus's daughter. I mean, she's been around yeah. since you know time untold. I um, think it would have made it would have made more sense for it to have happened during World War II because yeah. one of the other problems that they said was how could Steve know to fly that high tech yeah. jet? But it would it would have made more sense for him to come back during World War One and fly those planes because. Those yeah. were more closely related to the World War One era planes, kind of in the middle. Correct. But he wouldn't yeah. have been able to just hop in that fighter jet and fly it. Yeah, that that was something else that. Yeah, you're right. And then plus, uh, you know, they're at the Smithsonian, and they just happen to have a, a jet like a yeah, yeah. museum that's gassed up and you know yeah. ready to fly and. <laughs> yeah, you it's know. perfect. Perfect timing. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was like a little bit weird. I mean, I guess they wanted to give him something to do to make him useful. Feel uh, a part of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and then the but, other thing I found was, hold on. I have a thing on here about the, about the plane. So 
He it says he possessed substantial knowledge about jets, considering he died in 1918, and the first jet engine wasn't invented until ten years later, and the first jet plane another ten years after that. Which just so it doesn't make any sense. This might have made more sense if he had actually fought during World War II instead of World War One, like yeah. he did comics. And then they said that fighter jet was a U.S. F-15 Eagle, and the maximum range for it is 5,500 kilometers and the distance between DC and Cairo is 9,400. So there's no way that plane could have done a, a trip there without refueling. Mm. But it was invisible. So maybe invisible <laughs> jets like can get more, more mileage. I don't uh, know. Less wind draft. <laughs> I thought that was kind of weird and convenient too. I mean, I know they were trying to get in like the origins of like the invisible jet, but it's just like, okay, well, I saw, you know, my dad do this once and I tried to do it with like a, like a toaster or coffee. I can't remember what it was and yeah. I never was able to find it. So, you know, I mean, I just thought that was kind of, <laughs> it's good. You know, <laughs> yeah. It you know, sense like she did the whole jet. Well, they shouldn't set it up better. I mean, they should actually show that, like, okay, her practicing on a, a coffee cup or or shown that, you know, kind of gives some kind of frame of reference with that. Like, she had, she was, like, trying to do it, like, some of her spare time or something. It's like, hey, I saw somebody. Or even one of the best parts of the movie for me was, like, the very beginning where they were having kind of, like, the Olympi Olympics. Yes, gladiator type thing. Oh, the intro scene, I l absolutely love the intro with the music and the scenery. Oh, yeah. yeah. The music was amazing. Yeah, I thought Super it was good. Effective. And, hey, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't blame her because, like, I'm not a quitter either. If I fell off my horse, I would have tried to finish it. I mean, I know they were like, you're cheating, but by golly, I wouldn't have given up. I would have tried to stay the course and, and finish it. I know. I know. That's that's It's a mix because it's like you – you win at any cost. Like if she was actually in, like in a battle fighting, I'm sorry, take the shortcut and beat the bad people. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, in the long run, yes, it makes sense. Throw your little thing through the thing through the ring, and then say, like, "Hey, I'm uh, sorry, I took a shortcut." But I want, yeah, I, I just I wanted to do it and practice for next time. Yeah. But I can see someone else won. But yeah, I would too. I, I mean, I wouldn't just giving up and throwing in the towel, but you know, Hey, mm -hmm. and you know, Hey, you know, we always have like uh six degrees of separation where I mentioned Wesley and buttercup. That was buttercup. I mean, <laughs> Robin, Robin, Wright. Yeah, oh, that's, it was. Yeah. Yeah. She's like her trainer. Like, so I didn't even intentionally totally do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to me, that was the best. I enjoyed that part of the, the movie the most um mm -hmm. that in the mall scene at the beginning which was i mean it was like pretty cheesy but it was like you know like they were going for that 80s vibe so yep. uh, i i enjoyed actually those are my two favorite parts of the movie so two things about the about the mall actually i have three but in the montage early in the film um of 80s washington dc it shows a commander salamander 
shop place when they steal the sunglasses and that was an actual store that was in Washington DC at that time. So there's a lot of stuff in this film, little details like that that are really well and then the major things like the story plot holes and stuff, uh, it's unfortunate that 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 happened. There's another thing about a video game that they have later in the movie wouldn't have been invented then. Mm. Let's see. Oh, it's Rampage and Operations Wolf. Do you remember mm. That video game. I remember Rampage. Rampage, I thought it was in the 80s. Maybe it was yeah. after 84, though. Maybe it was like 87. Right. It was um, the first game wasn't introduced until 86, while the second was released in 87. Okay. And you know what's funny? I, I don't think, like, I could be wrong, but I don't think she was referred to as Wonder Woman once during the whole movie. No. Which is weird because it's. Which, but did they did it? Did they do that in the first one? I don't think so because I just think they called her a name, but you think they kind of establish that because it is Wonder Woman and, you know, there's been a lot of sightings. So you would think they would at least kind of address it and give her that name, if nothing else. I mean, at least once. Right. During the movie. And that, that little girl, though, that she saved was adorable. At the beginning. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the beginning. So A little wink. <laughs> yeah. Wink, yeah. Okay, uh, the symbol of a nuclear man from Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, 1987, can be seen on the floor of the mall. Mm. That's the other thing with the mall. Yeah, that movie was a train wreck. <laughs> Superman 4. <laughs> of all the things you're going to reference, I don't know why you would reference uh, Superman 4. <laughs> the Quest for Peace. Uh, yeah. That's funny, yeah. Although there are a lot of... I felt like... With this movie, they just took a lot of different movies, bits and pieces from different like superhero movies, and put them Mash in a blender. Them all together, yeah, yeah, because like trying too hard. Yeah, they they were. It always had like um, like Batman Forever in there because you know at the end he was like trying to reach out. How can I reach everybody? And he kind of you know went with yeah. the military and got that like satellite TV and re uh, and and reached out. In the same way, you know, like the Riddler and Batman Forever went and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, did the thing where he uh, projected himself and threw everybody's right. TV set. And it, it was almost the ending was almost remin reminiscent of the 78 Superman where, you know, Superman just flew backwards and like just corrected everything. It just like reversed time. With this, everybody just took their wish back and everything was like, boom, back to normal. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like there was so many like different even with cheetah just that whole character it's like i'm awkward and and uh you know clumsy and then i get super yeah like with catwoman and mm -hmm. you know so that was kind of batman uh returns i mean there's yeah. just like a lot of little things that it seems like they kind of mishmashed and stole from other movies and kind of put in there which i don't know if it's just me but i'm tired of the weird awkward character becoming yeah. the bad guy you know i'm just i'm over that yeah sometimes i think that you don't need two villains in a movie yeah. i think I, you either right. have pedro's character or you have Kristen's character pick one yeah and i, I th well i think the reason they did that is you know i was listening to somebody else and i, I think they're right they said the reason they had cheated in there basically was because you know, they, they need to have a big fight scene, and that wasn't going to happen with Maxwell Lord. He's kind of like That's Lex true. Luthor. He's more cerebral. So yeah. they needed 
a foil for her, like in the end to have, you know, fisticuffs. They need to get, they get physical right. and it wasn't going to happen. But she, but they had that with his security detail. Yeah. But it wasn't one-on-one. I mean, it wasn't like super, that's like Superman, you know, it's like the best one was two when he had like general Zod that he could actually trade punches with, right, um, right. you know, to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody else is just like, I mean, who's gonna like lay hands on, on wonder woman. Although, you know, I think that I think they could have cut out the whole cheetah thing and it was still a full mm-hmm. movie. And I just think it was overkill. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think I think they should have just stuck with one yeah. and not um, not had both. Um, mm-hmm. OK, so help me out. She got two wishes. So did she get a wish because she wished on the stone and then she wished on Max? The only way I can kind of justify that is maybe. Because they, they established you could only have one wish. Mm-hmm. So she got one wish. And I was thinking, well, maybe he used, it was kind of like the monkey's paw where like they wish for something and he gets something mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. he used for that something back for her. Maybe he used, because he, he kind of got like a wish. like So oh. maybe he kind of said, well, you can have this, but she's going to get. But that kind of doesn't make sense because they wouldn't have that. He always took something they had. They actually yeah. had, so that wouldn't work either. So I don't know. That was I didn't understand that. And at the end, she was still cheetah, so obviously she didn't take back her wish. No, she did. She turned back she? to herself. Yeah, she, she? There, okay. There's a picture you can see her eyeliner, you know, running from her crying because she gave it back. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but the one thing I did like about that is. I thought it was kind of cool and, and witty a little bit. Like, you know, she's like, I wish I was more like Diana. Yeah. And then she, she did uh, un, uh, wittingly. I mean, she got superpowers because she said, I want to be like her. So, I mean, she wasn't really trying to be like Wonder Woman. She didn't know, but it was kind of a, just a happy coincidence that like it was Wonder Woman. And then she got these powers. So I thought that was oh, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, that that was good writing there because, unbeknownst to her, she didn't realize she was going to become invincible. And what, what did you think? What did you think about Kristen Wiig in that that uh, that role? So originally, they were going to have Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Would you, and I love Emma Stone, but I I think I don't think I'd like her in that role because I, I mean I haven't really seen yeah. Emma in a in a villain role. Yeah. Um, so then Patty Jenkins' first choice was Kristen. So mm-hmm. they, but the studio's second choice was Kristen. So they picked C- Kristen. And I, I mean, I think she was okay. I just like her more in a comedy, a comedic role. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't, I mean, she was okay, but I just thought it was a mis- miscast. I thought they should have had someone more. I don't know, even maybe someone more kind of athletic because that's the thing with Cheetah. She's like, yeah. you know. Charlize Theron. Yeah, or even like, I mean, they could have got maybe even Gina Carano or somebody. I mean, just, mm-hmm. you know, someone yeah. that's kind of like, uh, but it's hard to, I know comedians always want to kind of, you know, push the borders Great and become talent. more serious, like, like Jim Carrey. It's like, I want to be, you know, I'm tired of being a comedian. I want to be a more serious actor. But mm-hmm. I just think that, I don't know. I, I could have seen other people in that role. Besides, I, I've seen her in dramatic roles where I liked her better. 
Um, yeah. This one, I think it was pushing the boundaries too much. Not yeah. that it was terrible, just that at times I thought it could be better. Yeah. Um, although I will say, I thought the CGI on her cheetah outfit when she changes into a cheetah, what, I thought it was really good. Did you? <laughs> I mean, I... I, <laughs> I don't think Phil agrees with me. Uh, I mean, parts of it were, like, and you could see, like, at the end, like, with the big fight, they kind of did it at night so they could kind of, like, you know, hide smudge, it, yeah. hide yeah. it a little bit because it, it just wasn't, I mean... I thought her movements, a, I thought yeah. her movements as a cheetah were amazing. Yeah. But you didn't. <laughs> I mean, it, it was okay, but it's just like at the beginning, I, and I love the beginning, but like, you could really tell it was CGI, some of the, the people when they were running up, you know, and jumping over some of the the Which little part? device at the very beginning, like when they were on the island. I mean, you could really tell okay. some of that was because it, it, it just, the gravity didn't look right on yeah. <laughs> like some of the movement. And, and that's fine. I mean, I still enjoyed it, but... I think some of her movements were good, but I think like in some of the, like kind of the big battle, not so much, but I think, again, I think they did it at night. So they could kind of, kind of smudge some Vaseline on the, on the uh, lens. Well, and I'm going to give a secret away, but if you want to invite people over to your house and you want your house to look really, really nice, have it at night because it hides a lot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I would have rather seen a movie focused solely on her. It was almost yeah. because you didn't see her for like, most of the the movie, I mean, mm -hmm. she was kind of like, it was almost like an add-on. She kind of like, you didn't see her, and then, oh, she came back. I yeah, mean, she yeah. was gone for a lot of it, but. Um, here's the other thing in that scene uh, with Cheetah. Okay, so they're supposed to have, she's supposed to have the same strength and abilities as Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. right? As as mm -hmm. the Cheetah. I would think so, so. Why did dropping the electricity affect her and not Diana? Um, I don't know. Maybe Diana <laughs> turned uh, electricity invisible. And it, <laughs> and it didn't. I, don't, I don't know. Well, I think, though, here's the thing. I think that maybe she had the same powers as Diana, but Diana was became weaker because, well, I guess, though, I think because of her wish, it made her more mortal, kind of like Superman when he gave up his, again, that's like something else they kind of copied. It's like, was it the second Superman where he like gave up his powers because he was in love with Lois? So he basically gave up his powers. So that's something else. But yeah, she should have been kind of full powered once she took her wish back, right? She did. And, and then I'm sorry, that armor mm -hmm. didn't work. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like how they had. The original Wonder Woman at the end that was like that was amazing. Yeah, she was still out there because she said, "Oh, this was from, you know, our guardian that one of our guardians that got banished from the island, and we don't know she may still be out there." And and that, right. um, yeah, that, I thought that was kind of cool. That was an awesome writing thing. And did you know? Yeah. Fun fact: Patty Jenkins, the director, shares the same birthday as Linda Carter. I was unaware. Yeah. That yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I used to watch uh, Linda Carter when I was a kid. Watch her be Wonder Woman. I used to watch that TV show. So. How, now, how many people do you think didn't watch the credits? Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people did because typically anymore with mm -hmm. uh, super comic book 
movies people usually watch to see if there's kind of like a little teaser a stinger at the end yeah. so Marvel i don't know started that. yeah 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 one of the things too it's like dagon maxwell lord have you never watched a movie with a genie in it was he thinking he gets his dreamstone what's his first wish it's like i wish i was the dreamstone you know how bad that could backfire on you you could just like be a turn him into a rock boom I mean, that's a yeah. stupidest wish. I mean, say, give me the powers of the wish stone. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a little thing. But the whole time I watch it, I'm like, no. Oh! It's like, <laughs> never wish, <laughs> never make a stupid wish like that. Because you're just going to wind up being like, boom. Okay, well, you're the wish stone now. Well, there's a reason why he's the villain, because he's not as smart as the heroes. <laughs> and Okay. So, and, and with that, so at the end, like, everybody takes their wish back. And so does everybody just like remember that day and like, hey, remember that day right. we wished and there was like, like goats in Washington, D.C. and missiles flying overhead and, you know, everything just disappeared? No, uh, what happened was um, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith came by with these little flashy oh, sticks. Flashy things. <laughs> well, and, because the thing is, it's like, why wouldn't he be in prison? Because everybody would know that he facilitated this whole thing mm -hmm. or was involved. I mean, so why wouldn't the CIA and the FBI and everybody else, President. why wouldn't he be in like a federal penitentiary or Well, something? did we actually see what happens to him? He's, he gets back with his son, but we don't and see what And how did that happen? I mean, how did he just like... <laughs> like hey, Alistair, come out of the woods, please. Yeah, I mean, how did that, he get to where his son was? I mean... Yeah, because his son was wandering on the highway at one point. <laughs> trying to find his dad, I mean... Mm. Yeah, I don't know because that was he came back on the Marine One, and uh, another little fun fact that is the wrong shade of green paint for Marine One for that era of time. I just want to point oh, that. Yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, he so he's probably landing near the White House. How'd the kid get near the White House? <laughs> How it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, like I said, I liked, overall, I liked the movie, but it just, it, dang, they needed to polish it a little bit or just kind of think things through because there are some very, like, obvious things if you sit and, and kind of thought about it. Um, mm -hmm. And what what happens if, like, some people are like, well, I'm not giving up my wish. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, how I do mean, they convince everybody to give their wishes back? Yeah. Just from their little speech? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, here's a fun little inside thing. In a brief shot outside Max Lord's headquarters, as police and crowds are running in the background, a motorcycle cop in beige passes right behind Steve Trevor or Chris Pine as he walks towards the H the headquarters. Was that with was Diana. that like chips? Yeah. So the, he's wearing the California Highway Patrol uniform, even though they're in D.C. An homage to the '80s police show Chips, which starred Pine's father, Robert Pine, as Sergeant Get. Get oh, Trayer. I guess that is that is his dad, isn't it? Yeah. I can see it now. I can see the family resemblance. Yeah. And then another fun little thing is when they are visiting the NASA museum. There's a Star Trek poster in the background. At one point. Oh, okay. Because he played. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. I was. I thought you were going to say they had like the, like the Enterprise, like this, the shuttle Enterprise, which was named after the Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, there you go. Well, oh, that yeah, they, they had a big, uh, I mean, it was 
like overwhelmingly people wrote in, you know, with NASA and when they had the space shuttle and they named it Enterprise because of Star Trek. So. Apropos, very apropos. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, at one point, Maxwell Lord's nose starts to bleed. In the comics, he possesses mind control powers, a side effect of which are severe nosebleeds. So I think he's related to Eleven in some way. Oh, could be, yeah. Uh, which I, I know they said his uh, character is quite different in the comic books than mm-hmm. obviously was, and I'm not familiar with him because I'm, uh, but I wish they would have kind of focused on that character a little bit more and kind of fleshed it out. I think Pedro did a pretty good job. Um, I mean, the, the the relationship with his son was interesting, but man, he just forgot who was watching the son the whole time. He just was sitting outside in the hallway and just like whoever. Him. I mean, yeah. I mean, but it, it and it and I understand the you know he it, up until the very end he wasn't giving anything up for his son. He was trying to teach his son the wrong way to be successful, and then in the end he realizes there's more important things. Um, Doggies. I can hear doggies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I like that noise. Those those noises stay Oops. in and will not be edited out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um did you have any other notes? Not really. Did you like uh the the montage of Steve trying on clothes? Uh, I mean that was humorous. I mean it was and I, yeah. I saw how they tied it in with, you know, the guy at the end. Uh, but you kind of wondered, it's like, okay, was she going to like hook up with this other guy that, I mean, I sure hope not. that, that, that would have <laughs> been weird, be weird. <laughs> weird and creepy, but yeah, no, I mean, like I said, overall, I, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie in the world. And I think they definitely did a better job with the first one. And I, I guess they've already signed on to do a third, mm-hmm. which would be good. I mean, this one was a little bit of a misfire, but, um, I don't think it was so much of a misfire that I wouldn't see the third one. Oh no, I definitely see. I'd give it a, I'd give it a chance. Just like I said, I like the first one. I think uh, Gal. I think she. I mean, I don't can't see anybody else really playing Wonder Woman. I think she did an awesome job. I'm a fan Um, of hers. I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know she was a member of the Israel Defense Force or whatever it is? And so she's like, she's trained in Krav Maga and all this stuff. So they said that that. That maneuver when she said it's all about, you know, the force with the force. <laughs> when she kicks that guy and explains to Kristen's character how to, you know, fight off your in- your intruders or whatever. That was a nod to her training with the IDF. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew that. Uh, I think like all the ladies have to serve women and men equally. I could be wrong on that, but I think that they all have to serve like maybe two years. Mm hmm. Yeah, she seems really down to earth. I like her. She does. Uh, I mean, first time I saw her was on like Fast and Furious. She was in a couple of those. Uh, See, now, died. how many Fast and the Furious are there? Are there nine? Eight or nine. I yeah. I lost track. I've seen the first one, and I think some of Tokyo Drift. Okay. Does that count? Does that one count as one? Um, I mean, it is. I mean, it's in that universe, but it is, it's different characters. So... Oh, okay, Which yeah. is funny because, okay. like, if you look at that movie, The Fast and the Furious, that is the exact same movie as um, 
Uh, oh, shoot. No. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Karate Kid. Um, <laughs> Point Break. Exact same. Exact same movie. Uh, I, I highly recommend Point Break. It's a good a, a good movie. It, it's a good flick. Yeah, so no, I've, I haven't heard like, of anyone say it's bad. Yeah, so if you like uh, Fast and the Furious, you'll like the original movie, Point Break. So go, go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, it's literally, it's the exact same movie. There you go. Yep. Well, um... Just fun little facts. This is this movie ran at 151 minutes. It's the fifth longest DC Comics film after the... If, if it's the fifth longest, that means DC makes too long of films, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's after The Dark Knight Rises, which was 164. Watchmen was 162. Superman Returns, 154. And The Dark Knight um, and Batman versus. Superman, Donna Justice were both 152 minutes. So I just feel like, why why are these movies so long? I, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I mean, you should, typically they try to keep the runtime shorter because they can show, uh, show up more times in the theater and make more money. Um, right. But it, it didn't need to be. It definitely didn't need to be. They, they could have trimmed it down and had a tighter film. Mm-hmm. Uh, tiger plot, but yeah. I mean, I about know. an hour and a half in, I thought it would have like, you know, 20, 30 more minutes to go. And I look at it <laughs> and it says I still have oh, an hour no. to go. I'm like, <laughs> and it's at a point, it's at the point where you're at the, like, like the, the peak of uh, Max Lords over in like Egypt and stuff. And, and then you think, oh, well, they're going to clean this up and it's going to round it all out. No. Then we have another one where he sends out the airwaves and everything. So I think they could have chopped off a half hour off the movie. And and another thing, you know, just to open up like Pandora's box a little bit, you know, he had, no, he had everybody in the world wishing nobody wished for world peace or like, boy, I wish. Yeah. Which would have negated like, you know, because the president's like, I want a, I want a million nukes. Like, why would you do that and, and not say, like, world peace or, like, someone out there surely, you know, is going to say world peace or, like, boy, I wish I had his powers and, yeah. and like, he would have lost his powers. Uh, it just seems there would have been some conflicting kind I of think wishes that maybe that, I totally agree with you. Someone, someone like a Mother Teresa somewhere wasn't really wishing for, like, the children not to yeah. be hungry or something. Um and I think what uh, they were maybe they weren't through. watching TV. They were too busy working with their children <laughs> and not there watching Because, sir, like I said, surely someone would have wished. It's like, well, I wish this guy wasn't doing this, or I wish that guy didn't have his power. Right. I wish I had that power. <laughs> I wish there was world peace, or I wish the world would blow up, or you know, something. Oh weird my! Could that... you imagine if they wished that, and then it didn't well, matter yeah, what yeah, happened. Some, some lunatics out there that would wish for something like that. Um, well, that one guy said to his, I'm guessing, wife, "I wish you'd just drop dead." Yeah, she and did. Then... <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not funny. Yeah. So if he made that wish, I'm sure other people were making wishes like that. Someone would have uh, Thanos snapped. Thanos snapped. <laughs> I wish I had Thanos. I wish I had the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I wish I could get a Thanos snap where every time I snapped a nice warm pizza would be right in front yeah. of me. Of course that's uh that's Marvel Universe, so they don't have Thanos in DC, but Well, if Ben Affleck yeah. can be yeah <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> right, true. 
So Phil, true, true question. If you were given the option to make a wish, what would you wish for? Do we want to answer this truly or do we want to do a selfish answer? Well, if, if he can get, okay. If Maxwell Lord can get by with asking for a stupid wish like that, not getting turned into a rock. I just say, I I wish for as many wishes for a hundred wishes. Unlimited amount of wishes. That's what I would wish for. I, I mean, if my selfish answer would be, uh, I wish for uh, all the pizza and beer I could ever want. <laughs> <laughs> now, and also for all the Pittsburgh sports teams to win every game. But if we are going the route of being a good human, I would wish that my family would always be healthy, safe, and happy. Yeah. But yeah. I really want some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. But then you'd have that like monkey paw effect where something bad would happen or you'd lose something. And I guess that's well, the whole message at the beginning. You can't take shortcuts. I guess that's what they were trying to say. It didn't dovetail. They didn't really uh, summarize that well at the end. But I guess that was the message with the little beginning segment is like you can't take shortcuts you you have to work for it because if you cheat to get there it's not going to turn out like you think it would yeah yeah i get you all right well so our next hopefully in the future we will be reviewing cobra kai yeah cobra kai and then i'm sure there's going to be i mean like wandavision Mm -hmm. uh, some of the marvel shows that are coming out and I don't know, when's Stranger Things 4 coming out, season 4? Is that this year? So remember when we did the episode, they, it was still like undetermined because okay. of COVID and everything. So I, it was supposed to release at the end of last year, and it didn't. So I think it's still TBD. Okay. And then I'm sure sometime, like uh, a Black Widow movie will come yep. out. We can talk about that a little bit. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Uh, so... That'll that'll conclude this wonderful oh, yeah. uh, episode about a woman. Wonder yeah, woman. A wonder woman. A wonderful woman. From Mascara. Right, so, yeah. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.